Richie the God. Melly in your head, boy. All gas, no brakes. Okay, no Niggas can't really relate. No. Came from the mud, no rake. No I'm trying to make a play round base. Always to the shot like Nate. Like Nigga really trying to be great. Sure. Ain't no time for the details. Putting in work all late. Nigga really trying to be great. Throw it away. Welcome back to another edition of Through the Way. Uh, I am your host, Jamal Durham. Today, we are in a different location. We're not in the studio in Greensboro, uh, mainly because gas is about $4 right now. But uh, we are in Casa de Duckett. Uh, we're in Devane Duckett's house, uh, actually on the patio outside today. And um, this is our guest, Chris Noble, Devane Duckett. Uh, Two of North finest, even though they may not want to admit it, but uh, this uh, it's a different kind of episode. We're outside, uh, different setting, but uh, we just gotta, you know, kind of go through the motions the same as everyone else. You know, start with you guys' high school careers, go to college. And Duck, you made it. You actually made it to the NFL. You uh, may be the first uh, league person on the podcast, so we're gonna go with it. Uh, so. Noble, Duck, you both are graduates of North Davidson. You both played football at North. How do you feel like? How do you feel that your career went at North Davidson? You want to go first, Noble? Did you go, Big Dog? I think it went as planned. Uh, I never was a guy that was. Uh, I didn't kind of know what I wanted to do. Football was kind of a thing that I was okay at, but I thought I was going to be a basketball player. To be honest, like. I was like, oh, you know, I'm going to get a scholarship to play basketball, and that's it. Like, I'm going to just focus on basketball. And the funny part is is that, so I was staying after um, school, and uh, it was Coach Turner was there. I got rested, so um, we had basketball workouts. And I normally was the kid that was the last one there because I didn't have a ride. So it was Friday night. They were, uh, Varsity had the game, and the only people that was on campus was the coaches and the players, and the gates were locked because they was out to have a game. So I knocked on the door. I was like, hey, coach, can I use the phone to call my mom so I can get a ride? They was like, son, who the hell are you? <laughs> and I was like, uh, my name is Demain, but they call me Duck. They was like, Demain Duckett? And I was like, yes, sir. He was like, why the hell are you not playing football? And I was like, uh, you know, that's not my thing. Like, I tried in the eighth grade, didn't like it. I'm going to just stick to basketball. And was like, you got your mom on the phone? I was like, yes, sir. He was like, give me the phone. He told my mom that I'm coming to practice on Monday and that he was going to have my physical ready on Tuesday. And that's how I started playing back, uh, football in North Davis. So it was kind of like one of the things where it was like a mistake, but it happened on purpose, if that makes sense. But uh, that's how my career started there. And I just – I remember having a, a, a pretty good time as a high school uh, senior. I can't remember the rest of the years, but it's been so long, it's been so long ago. But I, I remember having a really good time as a – High school senior. What about you know? You did graduate in the 1900s, bro. God bless you. <laughs> yeah. Nah, uh, 
I'm kind of similar to Duck, man. I uh, I thought I was gonna be a basketball player. Uh, I played my freshman year. I was on JV. I started. I played. So back it up. I played line and pop Warner. I was a tackle and a DN. So I get to North Davidson. I'm like six slow, four. Slow and trash. One, I'm six four one sixty, man. <laughs> Try to play DN, bro. <laughs> High school. So they moved. They, that didn't work. I got washed like one on ones. I forgot his name. I think it was Michael Tesh or something like that. Steven Tesh. Um, so they moved me to safety. I mean, I'm, I'm a, I was a natural athlete. I picked it up pretty decent. Um, my sophomore year, like they moved me to varsity. Just out of nowhere, like just to play receiver. I was like, I mean, I, I didn't think I was ready to play. I think I had eight catches my senior, sophomore year. Um, but I told my dad, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm just gonna focus on basketball, man. Football ain't for me. My dad was like, all right, well, if you quit basketball, or if you quit football, you quit basketball too. I was like, what kind of ultimatum is that, man? Like, <laughs> but it, I mean, it ended up being the best thing for me because I mean, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't have told you that I would have thought I would have been my production, my junior and senior year at North Davidson was what, I had no idea I was gonna do that. Like it just came out of nowhere. Um, so I mean, like Doug said, I, I, I had a good time in North, man. Um, especially the, the relationships I built um, like I said, football paved the way for me for the success I have today. Um, so yeah, I, that was my path. That's crazy. And this is this is actually the second time we're doing this. Um, you know, the first time we talked, uh, I told I told Noel that you know he was somebody that I looked up to because he was a uh, he was two years you know ahead of me. And as I was on JV, he was on varsity. You know, I would watch him uh, during the varsity games and. It was funny that he said it was funny that I said that because he said he he also looked up to Domain uh, yep. as well in high school, yep. and you know most of most of everyone know that uh, North Davidson was predominantly you know white, and there were you know few people that that we had as far as role models as as far as uh, you know black men to look up to um, you know. As far in in sports, right? That's including and, teachers too. Wasn't even that blue. Yeah, all the way white. Teacher, uh, yeah, they're not I mean, predominantly all the way white. Uh, chief, Chief was Chief was one of my homeroom teachers. Uh, you know, Chief was there through my four years, and he actually, you know, yeah, he may not know this, but he was like a mentor to me too. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, Chief but, definitely looked out. Yeah, his first year, first couple of years was there when I was there. What are you up to now? I, I, I don't know. Um, they, I know he's not coaching anymore. I think he left whenever. Uh, yeah, I think they put him in the Hall of Fame too, though. Lambros softball. Yeah. yeah, he's in there with Lambros, I believe. Um, but yeah, uh, I mean, it's not to say that I didn't have any white mentors, but it was just so scarce that we had, you know, right. black people at North, right. you know, especially playing sports, and most of them, you know, most of them were family or cousins or people that you knew, you know, through the way. And everything like that. So, you both had great careers. Um, North, your I mean, uh, Duck, your jersey is actually retired uh, at North. No one's working on yours. I don't know how Duck got retired. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you guys, uh, you guys actually got scholarship um, offers to play football. Yep. Um, Duck, you went to East Carolina to play. Mm-hmm. No one, you went to Coastal. Yep. Talk a little bit about a little bit about your experiences. Uh, at East and, and Coastal and the game preparation and everything like that, the difference between high school and college? Uh, I'll tell you now that it was kind of a, like a, a check, like a gut check for me. Um, I really didn't know how college was. You know, they 
with all the visits and all the fluff they give you and you know you just show up for game day you're like oh this is this is fire like i, I like this it coming out the tunnels the the fans the uh you know the purple and gold everywhere i mean if you, greenville is a football town like it, it shuts down there's purple and gold everywhere people tailgating everywhere it's fans everywhere it's crazy but no one prepared me for 6 a.m workouts <laughs> and back then we had three-day practices the first day the first practice was special teams the second one, uh, we did inside, uh, we did full line, and the other guys did seven on seven. Uh, I mean, we, was, we were smacking each other. And then by the end of the night, we were doing, uh, we do inside drill a little bit, but not as much. We do a lot of one-on-one drills. Uh, they were still doing seven on sevens. But I mean, we was going, we was cracking each other. The, those uh, second practices, so if you wasn't on special teams, he was like, thank God, because you get to just jog around and kind of stretch out. Um, they would put you on a couple of scout teams just to, especially if you're a freshman, just to kind of, you know, let you know how it is. But uh, And then the amount of time that we spent over in that field house, brother, they lied to me. They was like, oh, yeah, NCAA said you can only spend, you know, blah, blah, blah hours over there. <laughs> Bro, I, I feel like I, I ate, slept, studied over there, and I got to go home for uh, the hours of sleep. And then woke up, woke back up, did school, and was back over there. Yeah. It was it was wild, bro. Like yeah. it was one of those things where I had to set my mind to um, because a lot of kids, my bad, am I close enough? Yeah, you could. A lot of kids don't understand that it's hard work. Like it's enough to break. Everybody don't make it at college, nah. especially you go to Division One. Yeah. It's a lot of kids that just quit or transfer. And when I was there, um, it was a bunch of kids who came in with me as freshmen and then as walk-ons and stuff. They didn't make it to four years there. It was too much for them. Yeah. Between doing football and handling the, uh, uh, handling the workload of schoolwork, and then, God forbid, if you want to have a, a, a social life or a job or a girlfriend, yep. you don't have it. You, you just you, you ain't got no time for yourself. Right. You're just running around basically like a chicken right. with your head cut off because you try to get to here. You're going to schedule everything. And time management is the biggest thing I learned. I was asleep. Pass me like I, I give you right to the cafeteria. From cafeteria, from the field house to the cafeteria was two minutes. I take a nap for two minutes. I needed that though. Yeah. I mean, it was it was rough, yeah. man. Even the bus rides, like we we had to take bus rides around campus. I has I have my own way, bro. Just tap me when I get to my stuff. Because <laughs> you, I mean, you squeezing in naps. I mean, I, I felt my I, I was sleeping under my locker sometimes. I was like, it ain't worth it to go home. Because right. if I go home, I sleep too long. Then I'm gonna be running, and I and I I did that. I rolled, I ran, you know, for being late. And I was like, I ain't doing this again. I learned early in my career this this ain't gonna happen to me. But it's definitely a, a huge, huge time commitment, and uh, it was something I had to kind of roll into. Like, all right, brother, if you want to stay here and play football and be the best you say you're gonna be, this is what's gonna be. And I heard No say he's a natural athlete. I don't think I ever was a natural athlete. I was gifted with my size, but I had to keep practicing. I had to hit the weight room. I had to, I, I would watch the guy who I thought was a better than me or a starter, and I would have to go harder, if not hard, as hard as him, if not harder. Because I was like, I need I need that spot. And whatever he's doing is working, so maybe I need to go, if I see him uh, doing 10 sprints, maybe I need to do 15 or 20 to get my wind up to get better so I can you know, get to that level. But the amount of commitment that your body uh, indoors, your mind indoors, uh, just in general, it's, it'll break you down, build you back up, break you down again, build you back up. But it's a, it's a focus that it's a. Uh, my hats off to any college athlete, Division One, Two. I'm not sure how Division Three works, but man, it, it, one double A. I mean, it's, it's hard for us to do to, to expect to carry a. Sorry, I got. I'm late by the way. 
We are near an airport. <laughs> duck, duck lives near an airport, so there, there will be planes flying by. It's like, what, a mile away, right? Yeah, I mean, we on the lake, but, I mean, hell, the airport is right here, too. But, uh, yeah, man, my hat's off to college athletes who um, are committed to go to school, committed to uh, graduating on time, because it's hard work. Yeah, and it's, I, hard, it's hard yeah. going to school, going to practice, yeah, workouts. You're the same regular, you give them the same regular regiment of school work that the person who's just going to class and going back to their dorm room doing. Yeah. And then you got to juggle being on the road and then doing your oh work at the same time. That's another See, story. It's different for y'all. Well, he hooped too. Yeah, because I played basketball, too. He it was like, too. it was almost unmanageable, bro. Like. Yeah. We, we so uh, and I'll tell you, Chris. I'm not bad. I didn't want to take up the whole time, but good, we played in Conference USA, and then time Conference USA was built with like a lot of people, like Memphis, Marquette, DePaul, Houston, um, Louisville. Like these schools were ranked top ten, if not top twenty five, when we played these guys. And because they were so far away, um, we would just fly out to one destination. Like say we fly out to DePaul. And then we might go out to Memphis and then go down to Houston before we come back to um, back to Greenville. So we would, you know, we take schoolwork with us, but after a week, and if you ain't had no questions, I mean, you didn't understand it. And, and you know, I'm, I'm before uh, FaceTime. Ain't no Zoom. Yeah, ain't no Zoom call. <laughs> right. You can't even text. We weren't even texting then. Nah. It was straight. And then you, you couldn't call nobody uh, before six because you had minutes then. I think two yeah. ways just came by. Yeah, yeah. crickets. Yeah. I had a cricket. And, it, 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 and it's, it, it amazed me that we were able to do that. And, and brothers were still, like, passing their classes, but the struggle was real. We was on the road so long. And then by the time you finish all the practices, I was, in, I was in study hall half the time. When I played basketball, if I already finished my assignments, my hoodie was on my face and I had my headphones on sleep. Sleep. Coach come in there. I wake up a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Uh, write some stuff down that I've already written down. Wait till you leave again. I'm back. I'm back knocked out. Like we just. I be quiet. Yeah, I be, quiet. I be talking. <laughs> <laughs> it was just. It was. It was out of the ordinary now that I think about it, man. Like it's, it's crazy, bro. Like it's. It's a hard life. Thank it's God, because I mean, it gave me a mentality now to go through that, man. I feel like nothing can stop me. Like there's nothing that I can't accomplish going through all of that. As a young man who, you know, you don't really know what you want to do in life, but you know that this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to finish. And, uh, yeah, man, just for all you college athletes, man, it's not a simple life, brother. It's, it's a game. It's different. Yeah, it's not it a game. game bro. Not a game. But go I'm ahead. No, what was your experience, man? Oh, uh, I mean, we could backtrack. I mean, I was supposed to be at ECU with Duck. But that's a whole <laughs> other story, man. I'll tell you story. Man, it was a done deal. I mean, I, we went up for a visit. Uh, worked out. Coach loved you. Yeah, I mean, um, what was his name? Uh, Leahy. What was your nah? The, the, oh, Coach Logan. Coach Logan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah he was cool, yeah. bro. So he was like, I mean, we're gonna bring you in December. Uh, we're gonna offer you. So I was the whole season. I'm like, I'm going to ECU, bro. So yeah. I'm telling everybody, like I, I was like, people was coming like I'm straight. Like as soon as ECU, I, I basically committed. Yeah. Bro, December came. I think it was your last game. He said, you full coaching staff fired. I was like, what? <laughs> bro, I'm over here trying to call the new coaches. Like, yo, I mean, Coach, Coach Logan said I was straight, so it was good. They said, no, we never heard of you. Yeah. I was like, wow, bro. Like, they came from Florida or whatever. Yeah, all of them did. Um, but, but anyway, so it wasn't like we were scrambling. I had a decent season uh, my senior year. Um, so I ended up at Coastal. It's Coastal's first year of football. They was – like inaugural season. It was inaugural season. The year before, they just had like red shirt freshmen. 
but they were just practicing all year. So I didn't have no, like you're saying, it was purple and gold. I didn't have none. Yeah. I got there. They weren't even a football stadium on my visit, bro. Oh, wow. Uh, they had the prototypes of the jerseys. Um, I had a relationship with the uh, recruiting coordinator, though. He went to college with my uncle. He played football in Winston. Um, Keith James, shout out to Coach James. Um, but I get, like Doug said, it was a culture shock to me, bro. I get there. I'm at, I'm at, I'm seeing double, triple teams at, at North Davidson thinking, you know, this is nothing. I get to college, bro. And I was a, for them, I was a pretty high recruit. So, of course, you got people that's already there. Like, no, nah, he ain't about to come in here and do nothing. Though. Exactly. So, like, the starting cornerback that transferred from, like, he was a junior. He transferred from, like, a school. He's salivating at the mouth. One of ones. Bro, he picked me up. Dude, <laughs> he jammed me up the line, picked me up, and ran me out to the sideline. I was like, <laughs> that was my introduction to college, bro. Yeah. Like, I mean, I got to college. I was, like, 6'4", 190. I mean, that might be soaking wet. With soaking wet. I mean, that might be pretty good for like a speedster. I'm not a speedster. I'm a possession. I'm a jump ball dude. I'm outwork you. I'm gonna I'm be stronger than the person with, trying to guard me. So, I mean, just that freshman year, I mean, I think I had 11 catches for maybe 186 yards, but it wasn't nobody else there. Like, yeah. so I had to play. Like, I should have registered it all in hindsight, bro. Uh, but my sophomore year, I mean, I, I get there. It's just a culture shock. We went six and five our first year. Like Duck said, man, you go to class, full workload of class, then you got 20 hours, they say 20 hours a week. Mm-hmm. It's limited, bro. Like you say, we in study hall, we in the field house, we got meetings, training, pra- room. training room, practice. Then you got to watch film with the coaches or they think you're not working. That's a good, at least 30, it's a full-time job yeah, on really. top of school you're doing work. doing 40 hours. Um, but, I mean, like you said, it molds you, bro. Like, you get uh, to work now. This is structured eight hour days, it's whatever. But as far as football, man, it was it was just a culture shock, man. Traveling, uh, road games, we on the bus six, seven hours. Like I said, it's our first year. We ain't really had no budget to fly. We going to Kentucky on a bus, bro, from, from Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Whoa. Bro. We stopped at Marshall to practice. Wow. Yeah, bro. We stopped no, we stopped at Wake Forest. We left on a Thursday. Stopped at Wake Forest. I saw Nick's dad there. Cause they had a turf field, then we go to Marshall for like a walkthrough, then we get to play more at State of Kentucky. But we on the bus, man. I'm like, bro, I'm old school. Old school, bro. But you wanted to play that bad. But bro. I wanted to play, bro. Like was it, ready. I, I was. I mean, it was just football. Was football, bro. Like it's. It was a grind, man. I can't say like I think I, almost went academic probation my freshman year just trying to juggle everything yeah, bro, I, did, trying I, did, to, I did the same thing I was an you, academic uh, pro, uh, uh, warning you, warning it was a warning yeah, I didn't yeah. get there but you're trying to prove yourself on the field you got weights in between classes then you got practice then you got like what is school like, my coaches told me they was like man you're here to play football yeah. in a second <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dang. Yeah, we, I mean, like they, I said, and they let it be known too, but it's not one of the things where it's like and any college athlete can tell you. I mean, we all have stories about how hard it is, but it's I mean, it's exactly what it was, bro. Like it's a grind. Like the brothers who had four point God bless them, because that was a that's super hard work. I was trying to sleep. I, was, I, mean, I just needed two minutes. Bro, I, I, <laughs> the calf. I intentionally had my classes start at eight o'clock. Eight yep. o'clock ended at one thirty. Yep. We had a film at three. Yep. Bro, I don't don't call me nothing during that hour I got, bro. Cause I ate. I think I think that was a, a lot of coaches did that. Uh, they scheduled your classes early so that you'll be free in the afternoons for yeah. practice. Yeah. But I think at Winston, we we tried to get around that. We tried to get some some of our classes at six o'clock. 
but that backfired. You had practice at, yeah, at five five yeah. o'clock in the morning yep. and stuff like that. But as far as as far as our classes at Winston, uh, you know, my freshman year, Coach Sit would put us in a class with teachers that he had a rapport with, like cool <laughs> teachers. Yeah, yeah. Right. So when um, you know we we get in math classes, we get into you know a class with a teacher that's you know not hard on us or you know she'll give us a. You know, she, she, yeah, leniency, cause she knows yeah. she, we gonna be gone. Right? Right. My my sophomore year, we were gone the whole month of November. That's what play. It's, it's impossible, bro, to have a full to think somebody's gonna be successful to play. Like you said, you going for the whole month. How are you supposed to be successful? You're not getting that same one on one time. You ain't got no tour on the road. None of that. Like it's it's twenty hours a week is the minimum or the maximum they can do. I used to I used to laugh at people would be like, you, you athletes, you get. Oh, y'all get special treatment. We need it. We need it. It's not it. even that special. No. For real, for real. We still got to do the same shit. Yeah, the same, if not more, with with the workload we have and uh, and the academic stuff we had to do and the uh, football stuff or the basketball stuff. Not, not that we complaining. We're just saying it's a grind. We I'm complaining. We had to figure out how to juggle it. All right. Live, 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 it, it made me. You got to live in the athlete's shoes, man. Prioritize it, stuff. Yeah, it definitely, it definitely made you prioritize stuff. Alright, so you no, know, we'll get to you we'll get to you after. Yeah. Duck, um after your, your career at ECU, you actually um made it to the league. Uh now tell everybody uh how that draft process was. Uh if you got drafted, um uh, if you went on as an undrafted free agent, um just tell everybody how, you know, after your uh, senior year was. First of all, I made it to the league and retired from the league, just in case y'all ain't know yes, that. Sir. I retired from them. Yes, sir. Uh, it wasn't really hectic. I'll let this plane go by real quick. Um, Charlotte Douglas. We were by Charlotte Douglas. So uh, the biggest thing for me is uh, I just had to get an agent, someone I could trust. Um, and I kind of just nullified a couple guys just by not – Pronouncing my name. I mean, you're telling me how can you, you know, give mispronunciation of my name? How you mispronounce Duckett? Yeah. What were they no, saying? They were saying, uh, oh, hey, Damon. Damon. Uh, yeah, true. Hey, uh, hey, is this Duckett? Yeah, what's up, man? Yeah, I mean, they they have my name still spelled phonetically in our program if you really want to look it up that bad. You know what I mean? <laughs> so um, I kind of narrowed uh, guys down through that, and uh, I ended up finding my agent through um, a friend of a friend. And that started a process right there as far as, like, um, just getting getting small stuff from me. The first process was, okay, I was done with school, um, but I still had to – so I was off scholarship. I still had to pay for my apartment, and I had car insurance and little minor things I needed to pay for. So my agent was like, hey, uh, let's get you a loan and get you a trainer. So they fixed all that for me. I, get a, I got a loan with no credit, basically. Like, they were um, giving me money on – my draft status. How that work? So that. I always wonder how whatever. That work, so so however, um, it's basically like, oh, he gonna make this amount of money if he get drafted right here, so he'll be able to pay that loan back. Yeah. So they gave me uh, basically <laughs> a six month loan with no interest. Yeah, and then they start after uh, the six months, they start acquiring interest, so they start banking me for it. So whatever the interest was, I don't remember because I I took the smallest loan I could take. Which was about ten thousand dollars. They wanted to give me uh, fifty, and another one wanted to give me a hundred thousand. But I was like, Damn. "You smart, bro?" Because I was yeah, like, "Yeah, let me get yeah, that." Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, I, I, I would have took that hundred thousand. Here's 000. the thing, though: brothers wanted to buy Escalades. I had a working car. You know what I'm saying? I, I had stuff that was functional. Like, you, 
and you got to understand my background. I came from not having much anyway. Right. For ten grand to me, I was rich. I was just like buying cars. The, the, uh, the Escalade EXT was was big then. The truck. The Escalade yeah, EXT truck. Ooh. Because uh, Usher video. You don't have the car. That that video was out. Everybody was like, "Yo, what kind of truck is that?" So brothers was grabbing those, the Escalade trucks. But it was funny. I kept my Honda Accord until I signed my actual contract. But uh. We should talk about the uh, get or the draft, the process. So, yeah, yeah. so uh, the process kind of works like you'll know where you at because um, they'll tell you kind of like. So I went to uh, two All Star games. Um, I was selected as a uh, All Star uh, twice, and they kind of do the interviews there. So, um, like. I want to say the first All-Star game, I got interviewed by like 12 teams. And then the second All-Star game, I got interviewed by 22 teams. So I was like, all right, cool. They, you know what I'm saying? They know who I am. They must have liked what I did the All-Star game. So it was like, you know where you're at. Um, my agent knows what my grade is, uh, where they see me at, what round they see me at. So it's like, it's pretty much a given. The, you know, Mel Kuyper is one of those guys who, you know, gives draft grades too. And it's a bunch of people who do give draft grades. Draft grades, but long story short, process comes back then it was only two days <clears throat> first day had uh first second third round then uh the second day had the, the last round no one would be a first day guy so i just kind of cheered and rooted on for my other people that was supposed to go first round and then second day comes <clears throat> i don't have a big party but i have enough people over here you know what I'm saying chilling kicking it eating food kind of waiting by the phone um i get called fifth round by Jacksonville, six round by Jacksonville. They called your phone. Yeah, said, uh, so, "Hey, uh, we thinking about drafting you this round? How do you feel?" Well, draft me. Yeah, feel <laughs> great. Like what you mean? <laughs> draft me, bro. I will feel great. Um, so I waited, 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 and I was like, "Dang, the Jacksonville got another draft pick." And uh, I watched my buddy. So my senior season, we had a terrible season. We won one game out of the. <laughs> 10 or 11 that we played. It was just a rough year. We had a brand new coach, a lot of uh, young guys playing. Um, I was the only returning starter on my defense, so it was it was it was tough. We had quarterback issues where we didn't have a real starting quarterback. It was going back and forth for like two two dudes, and sometimes they're breaking. Yeah. So uh, it was a rough season, man. It was one of those things where it's like I've been winning every year. I was there going to a bowl game every year. I was there, and then. To go through a season like that and continue to go to practice, continue to try to go hard, keep your mentality strong was kind of tough. But I said, let's say this: we went one and nine. A guy that was supposed to, um, or one and ten, a guy supposed to go first round uh, was one of our old tackles. He was graded really high, played really well in the Senior Bowl, went in the sixth round, and I was and I was ranked to go in the sixth, fifth, sixth, and seventh round. Before. So the guy, yeah, so the guy who's supposed to go in the first day goes in the sixth round. I'm like this, okay, well, yeah. We'll just see where I land at this point. <laughs> and I told myself, whoever picks me up, and we play Jacksonville, I'm about to dog them. But I was like, whoever picks me up, I'm about to, I'm about to do my best. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to, I'm about to come in there and do it. You putting in two cups? Yeah. Sorry. It's Jacksonville. Yeah, because Jacksonville called me, and it was like that process. Yeah, they got my hopes up, blah, blah, blah. They kept calling me, and they never signed me. Of course not. And then after the draft, I called my agent. I'm like, when my agent calls me, he goes, hey, don't worry about it. Now you can pick any team you want to go to. And I was like, 
yeah, but I don't get no draft. No, you know what I'm saying? No signing bonus. He's like, no, 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 you get a signing bonus. He's like, but you can pick wherever team you want to go to. He's like, I'll t- he's like, I'll tell you who's going to call me in a little bit, but teams will probably call you first. So uh, he was like, don't make any decisions until, you know, so, we talk. Yeah. Carolina Panthers called me, like, maybe two minutes after I got off the phone with him. I'm like, oh, man, do I need, uh, you know what I'm saying? They called me on the phone, and I'm like, should I tell them yes now or just wait for my agent to call? Listen to your agent, bro. I told him, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just watched I just watched these fools go to the Super Bowl. True. Like I mean true. I said, yes, sir. I called my agent. He says, uh and then he was like, Good, that's the one of the teams I was looking for for you. He was like, they're trying to, you know, uh get rid of some of their uh, older guys to bring in some younger guys with, with energy and uh basically when they say that, that's cheaper. <laughs> they just want to get some cheaper guys with the deals. So, uh, yeah, man, that's kind of how my draft process went. It was, uh, I wouldn't say short and sweet. It was kind of nerve, nerve-wrecking, nerve aggravating. Um, you got people standing around, you know what I'm saying? Everybody's like, oh, you about to get drafted, blah, blah, blah. You know, everybody want to be your friend. You about to get drafted. And then you don't get drafted. I was like, I felt like I let people down. But at the end of the day, it didn't really matter. Like, I was the only one who counted and I was the only one that's going to go to practice. And so it didn't, it didn't really matter. But, you know, I kind of felt like I let people down when I didn't get drafted, and I was like, I'm going to camp and I'm going to kill. Like, anybody in front of me, like, they're going to catch hell. Cause, he let me down. Yeah. I, you know, but but again, it's that mentality. I was a young adult with, a, I felt like a lot of pressure was on me um, to go get this money. You know what I'm saying? I've been seeing this the draft happen for so many years right. that you're like, oh, I want to be this guy. And, right. and essentially, I really did. I wanted to be a guy that got invited up there to walk up, you know, hold your jersey up, True. things like that. But at the end of the day, it's a business, and all of that stuff is just fluff. Yeah. Like, it really is. Like, some of the guys you see go up there and hold their jersey ain't really as good as they, you know, proceed to be. They really, they're really good. Don't get me wrong. You can be a really good college player, but sometimes they don't add up in the league. And, and we've seen, you know, they call them busts, but it just, it just happens like that. Like, the game comes to them easier in college than it does – you know, in the league, the same thing in high school. The game could have been so much crazy easier to you and know, slower to you in high school. But then, when you, you can be the greatest high school player ever, go to college, and not you know sniff the field at all. So it's different steps, and different progressions. But my mindset was to like, let's go, let's go get it. Systems work too. Like you might yeah. be a great system player for what your coach trying yeah. to do, highlight what you do. When you get to the league, everybody was a star in college. Yeah, really. So get it. Yeah, man, that was that was my experience with the league, man. It was uh, the the the, the draft was 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 kind of nerve wracking to me, and uh, of course I wanted to get drafted. I wanted to, you know, put any you know doubt to my naysayers who told me I wasn't gonna get drafted or you know had any, anything bad to say about me because I never remember the good things. I always remember the bad stuff people say about me. So I'm like, oh, I can't wait to tell them to kill themselves. You know what I'm saying? It was one, it was one of the moments, but. Yeah, that was my, my draft experience in the you know. All right, so Noble, what's your story? Why why didn't you attempt to enter the draft? Uh, I mean, in college, like I said, when I got there my freshman year, it was a culture shock, but I pretty much went through a crazy training program, just like Doug said, man. I just had to prove everybody wrong. People that was like, uh, in high school, you – you're not gonna, high school is not college. Your coaches tell you that this ain't high school. Uh, I didn't wanna be, I didn't wanna dis- disappoint anybody. Didn't wanna especially let myself down. I knew I could do it. I knew I could play football at a high level. So um, 
I kind of just wanted to prove myself I could play college football, play D1 football. Why not the league, though? When it came to the league, I, like you said, that grind of just every day, yeah. like, oh, it just it took a toll on me, man. I played football since I was five, bro. Like, I don't, when did you start playing football? I started playing football when I was 12. See, 12. I, bro, I was playing flag, pop one. We, well, see, I played flags, and I was in third grade. But we won, we played, I played for the Greyhounds. We won a national championship twice. Yeah. So, bro, I'm playing football. I don't think I ever had a fall not just being like a regular kid, like not having to go to practice. <laughs> like, you, like your first day of school, you going straight to practice, bro. Like yeah. kids, like, they get out of school, they going outside playing. I mean, but like I said, I'm not complaining. I'm just saying it just took a grind on me. I lost love for the game. Yeah, I, I say I lost love for the game, but I love football. I don't want to. I just, I just did. I couldn't do that shit every day. And I knew I'd be cheating the game if I was just doing it for money. You know what I'm saying? And that's real because yeah. money can never be your motivator. And people right. always tell you that, like money can never be your motivator because right. what happens when you get enough money? You know what I mean? Like, what are you gonna do, bro? You gonna you gonna cheat the game? Do I be out there for money? You gonna mess around, and get hurt because yeah. you're not going giving it your all. You're not putting in the work you need to put in. Right. So I and also I just had a daughter at the time. It's kind of backwards. I'm like, nah, I gotta focus on my daughter, get some money. I could have went to the league. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I, ca- I called him. I'm at the gas station. I, <laughs> I never forget it. I called him. I said, Yo, I just told my agent about you. I know you're coming out this year. What's up? Let's get it. It was a pause on the phone. So anybody, if I say my agent, my agent trying to sign you, let's go. It was a pause on the phone. I'm on the gas station. I'm like, I look at my phone. I'm like, did I my signal drop? I'm like, Yo. He was like. Nah, I don't, I don't think that's for me. I said the league ain't for you. I said, bro, it's so. And, and this at the time, this is my you know what third, fourth, fifth year in the league. And I'm like, bro, it's so many guys that you better than that goes to like these big schools. Yeah. They just play around big yeah. players, yeah. and you know they kind of get in the shuffle, lost in the shuffle type of deal. But I was like, bro, you can come up here and eat. This, this dude said, nah. Nah, I think <laughs> he I'm was good. so disappointed. He was like, bro, what? He yeah. was cussing me out, but yeah. I mean, it was, it was a good cussing out, but. It wasn't for lack of suitors. Like I said, my uh, my college quarterback, he was up for the Walter Payton Award, which is like the Heisman of Division One AA. Yeah. So, I mean, he, on his pro days, I was the only senior receiver. Well, me and another dude, Perry Parks, we was the only senior receiver. So, we had to run routes for scouts. Yeah, yeah. They were like, yo, well, you interested? We yeah, like, who's your agent? What, what, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's your, who your agent? Uh, who, like, I was like, I mean, I'm not, I'm good. I'm just like, coach, catching ball. It was like, oh. It was like, okay. Like, it was kind of crazy to see them be like, oh, okay, whatever. Yeah. Like, uh, my boy Till, he got drafted. He was like, yeah, the agent right here is asking me questions about you, bro. You know, I'm like, I'm straight, bro. Like, it just. It's wild. I, I didn't have a fire burning in me, bro. I got you. I, you know, but. It's different. I mean, I, I, it was crazy that I played flag football for free. We played flag football for free. Yeah. But it was, it was I got to pick it up when I wanted to. I just kind of wanted to focus on something else, be a pro in something else, man. They say yeah. that now. Go to college, you get your degree, you can be a pro in anything else, man. I, I don't have any regrets other than the money, but, uh, but the money I'm cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah I, I'm, I'm it's hard work to get that. It's hard work to really get get that money, money too. And the league ain't what it's cracked up to be. It ain't. It ain't the harder you work. It's the. It's how hard you can work and stay stand still, like stay on that team until it's your time to play. Like people always be like, "Dang, who's that player, man? He, he's out here balling. Yeah. He he been there. He always had that skill. <laughs> yeah, um, true." What's, what's my man named Victor Cruz mm-hmm. You know he wasn't drafted mm-hmm. When I seen him uh, During the preseason I was like Dude had Dude had four catches Like 200 something yards And they sat him down After that Yeah I remember that he Put him on three. the practice squad He was wearing number three Yeah I Put him on the practice squad He was eating But, that, but that's the type of deal That's the type of stuff That happens in the NFL Because of 
money because of draft picks yeah. because they picked up a guy um steve smith out of usc i believe the same year and you can't tell me that steve smith from usc had a better uh, career than victor uh, cruz he didn't i mean it's, it's politics like you said it's like way politics, they, sat, they sat him down because they didn't want nobody else to sign him off their practice and they've done that they've done that to uh, quite a few players i've yeah. been done that too yeah. the weird part is man it's like they just you it's like you're just a stable yeah. they put a bunch of people in the stable and kind of just wait yeah. Somebody get hurt, they're like, all right, all right, next man up, let's get it. Yeah, that fit. I mean, it's and it again. That's what I think. That was the most disappointing thing to me, is how hard I had to work to get there, and how hard I was working to get there. And they'd be like, all right, cool, uh, you're not even dressing out this for Sunday. So I didn't even know when you made a 53 man roster that only you know, uh, I think it's like seven or eight kids don't dress out for the game. That blew my mind. I thought I was gonna dress out for the game and, and be ready, and no one, t- and no one told me. I'm, uh, this is a funny story real quick. I remember I came up for in Charlotte for the weekend. And I was like, yo, I'm trying to come to the game. It was against the Falcons. He was like, man, I don't, I don't think I'm dressing out, but I'll see if I can get you some tickets. You got me the tickets. I'm like, damn, bro, I can't even come. He was like, are you serious? You know, he was like, you know I had to go through to get this ticket, bro? Yeah, man. You, I, I think I had called you like, yeah, it was like two or three hours before the game, but I was like, I got too many people with me. I can't just go to the game. The, the wild part is, is, man, like people have you doing paying wild stuff, asking for wild stuff, quite short of like sexual favors, bro. Like, can't be like, I need this, I need that. I need your tickets for this, I need tickets for that. I didn't know you had to pay for them dressed out your check. Yeah, you pay for them out your check. I didn't know that, bro. You get two complimentary tickets. And, I, and if I'd already gave them to somebody, I can't take them back. So you only get two complimentary tickets like for, two. for football. Yeah, like it's two. All you get more, you more for basketball. All that money they make, bro. They feel crazy, bro. But so here's the thing, though. Basketball, 11 players. They, they can sue the whole arena. Yeah. 53, 53 players plus coaches plus cousins. Like, everybody got somebody who want to come to the game. So it's That's harder. True. I mean, you just gotta think about the numbers, man. Even that, even that. Say if it's an NBA team, and you carry, you know, eleven guys, twelve guys with coaches, it's twenty at the at most. Staff and everybody, it's the doctor and everybody. Fifty-three, not even including staff. That's a lot of. That's a lot of tickets if you're just giving them out. They have a whole section for you. Really, that's a section of money they lose. So I mean, that's. I know that's why they do it, but. Again, yeah. Let me get two free tickets, and after that, you gotta buy the rest of them. That's crazy. <laughs> we, uh, all right, let's get in. Let's, let's get into uh, top five. We'll do do something different. Uh, we'll do top five defensive players uh, all time for you, and then no, we'll do top five receivers all defensive time. Defensive players for, you. for me: uh, Bruce Smith, um, <sighs> Morris Taylor. Um, you put him in water. Huh? You put him in water. You just name him. No, I'm, I'm not. Uh, we need to do top five. Top five. Because yeah, I mean, your, your, your top five. Bruce Smith. Players. Bruce Smith would be my top five. He'd be he'd be like number one or number two for me because of his position. He was a defensive end. Mm-hmm. Lt was a monster. He just changed the game. Mm-hmm. Linebacker, always a monster. Um, Mike Singletary. He was one of my coaches. Um, great dude, great personality, but a monster on the field. Yeah. Um. Can't do it, won't do it. Can't do it, won't do it. That's what can't do it, won't do it. Can't do it, will not, won't. Um, let's see, who else defensive players that I respect and, and grew up watching? Um, I don't want to interject, but you got Dion in there, right? Oh, see, I never thought about DBs like that. Like, like 
I was, but Dion is definitely one of the top players, you know, yeah. that ever touched the field. So you know what? I'm gonna get, I'll get Dion the four spot, five spot. I'm thinking of so many brothers that was, um, um, and Junior Seau, bro. I want, I like them guys that just pow, like yeah, all day, and people were scared of. Junior Seau, Chief was was a monster, bro. Yeah. God rest his soul, man. Yeah. Um, was he still with New England? He was still. I think he was still new with New England when I went out there, or he was just retiring. He was just around the locker room. But uh, yeah, those are those are those are my guys who were like I knew as I remember as a kid, and I remember them being monsters. And like I was able to meet Bruce Smith, I met LT, um, Seau, I met um, Dion. I played against as a rookie. He was with Baltimore still, and uh, like I said, Mike Singletary. I got to know him. Um, for three years when I was out in San Francisco. Great dude, um, a no-nonsense character type of guy. Um, very religious, super um, super humble, but will take your head off your body. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that'll be my that'll be my top five. And I didn't even put no thought into that. I just know guys who I, I looked up to when I was, you know, a, a young buck. I'm gonna let you finish. Go ahead. <laughs> this, this is the real top five of defense. I only play defense. Dion got it. Who you top players? He because he he just want top players, right? Good. He said top. He said he's in my top five. I'm I'm a defensive dude, so yeah. I'm I'm gonna do receivers too, but I gotta put I gotta put Dion number one. He just shut down the whole field. His swag, just how he came in the league. He played two sports. That was crazy to me. Yeah. Uh, this uh, LT is number two. Like you said, he changed the game. He changed the left tackle. He changed the position. Yeah. Um, I gotta throw Ed Reed in there. Yep. Ed Reed was Monster. just a ball hawk, man. Yeah. Like he was just Monster. he was making turnovers and taking it back to the out. Like that was yeah, crazy man. to me. And I played against Ed too. Uh, Bruce Smith was a beast. Yes. And I looked on Reggie White, bro. Oh Reggie yeah. White was crazy. Yeah. Reggie man. was uh, Reggie White would have been in there. He'd be in my top ten too. No gloves, no swag. He was just out there playing. Yeah. Smacking cat. Neck roll. Oh yeah. He's <laughs> getting oh, um, Y'all remember when he was the Eagles though? I do. Oh my god. I remember when he was with the Eagles. That's a different story though. But I mean, yeah, top. I mean, and and I ain't gonna forget Michael Strahan, bro. Like he was still be in my top ten too, bro. True. Even though you know, uh, Mike was a, Mike was he was a different type of person, bro. Like he went to HBCU too. Huh? He went to HBCU too. Yeah, Mike was like chill, laid back at practice. He gave us something when he needed to, but I mean, at this point, when I met him, he was towards like his last couple years of his uh, career. But different monster, bro. Like he hit a switch when he, he came and played on on Sundays, man. Mm-hmm. So Mike Strahan definitely up there, though. But uh, that's what's okay. up. I think I think I like I like my top five. Yeah, no, I was just I, I wanted to throw mine in there, but it's, I know, everybody I know you said football players. I, I automatically think of defense as soon as I go into football. Like I thought you said defense, man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So top, top five receivers. Receivers. I mean. People argue about this all the time, but Randy Moss is a better receiver than Jerry Rice. We're not talking about production. Jerry Rice produced more. What are you talking about? Pure, like pure, just freak of nature, bro. Like, dude is, is playing 15 yards off of him. And he five yards away from dude. He throwing his hand in there, ready. The ball yeah. is there. I ready to go. Like he was, Nine route. Let's go, bro. Randy Moss was just. I, I modeled my game. I tried to. I, I ain't run a full three, but I tried to run, model my game after Randy Moss's jump balls. Just being relentless at the point of attack for the ball, he was my like, like I said, you went to high school in the nineteen hundreds. I graduated in two thousand, <laughs> two thousand three. Uh, this this millennium, but 
Randy Moss, I got one. Jerry Rice, just out of respect, he's number two. I didn't really get to see him play like that, but I think he had a season with 12 games. He still scored 21 touchdowns, bro. Mm -hmm. Like, that's crazy to me. Yeah. But he also had good quarterbacks. But that's another story. Mm -hmm. That's why I got Moss one. Moss one, Rice. Moss I got T.O., bro. T.O. don't get the respect he deserves just because yeah. of all the antics he well, do, I know. He's a Hall of Famer. And still playing I mean, ball. They, they didn't want him. They didn't want to give him the Hall of Fame though. Bro. It took, <laughs> I wanted to, really to get it, yeah. bro. Then he he tried to be petty and didn't do it at the place at the Hall of Fame. Yeah, so I ain't mad at him. But I, I always respected T.O. because he was an underdog. He came from one double A like me. Um, I got Tim Brown up there too, bro. Tim Brown was crazy. Mm. I just I think that was my, that might have been my first jersey. That Oakland Raiders Tim Brown. Remember the. You know he was rocking jerseys. Yeah, back. that might be my first. Jersey. A couple in the early two thousand. Yeah. Uh, and and he wasn't a good NFL player, but Peter Ward, bro. Peter Peter was nasty, Peter, bro. Bro, I remember he was different. My dad had season tickets to Wake Forest, bro. Only game I really wanted to go to was Florida State. Yes. I, I this is one of my highlights of my career. I did like you remember when Razor Roof was hot back yeah. then. Yeah. I raised the Roof and Peter Ward. He did it back to me, bro. Really? Standing, bro. I, bro, I was telling everybody that. I think I might have been in. Maybe. No Megatron? I, Megatron up there. Um, it's Well, I'd I boot. If we're talking just NFL, I'm going to boot Peter Ward for Megatron. Megatron, is, he changed the game. With the Lions. I think he was just at a bad, bad place. I mean, I, he was he, just in Detroit. Even you know, when he was in Detroit, he was bro. eating, bro. With yeah. double, triple teams, bro. Like, was, you right. I got to put Megatron up there. He's, he was, I think, yeah, I might be the same age. Even at Georgia Tech, like they ran the ball a lot. He still what was he was like two thirty five, ran a four three. Mm -hmm. He was just a mutant. But yeah, that's my top five. Um, Got to pay respect to Jerry. I ain't really Jerry Rice was a good receiver. I'm not. I just like we talk about athletes and freaks of nature. I got to go with Moss, Megatron, and uh, T.O. Yeah. I think I think that was the biggest. That's the biggest argument in wide receivers. Brought I mean, uh, Rice and Moss. Right. Uh, I got a call. I got a call last week from my cousin. Uh, you know, he, he was trying to prove a point to somebody. He was asking me who would I who would I pick, Jerry Rice or Randy Moss? I was, like, I was in the era of watching Randy Moss. You know, I didn't I didn't really get to see Jerry Rice, but watching watching Moss, like they named they they named catching something over somebody after his last name. Like like you catch a pass over somebody or. Moss. You catch Al over somebody, yeah, bro. Yeah, they, they call, call you getting Moss. Moss. You got Moss. That's like, crazy. Only, I think Randy's the they, most well-rounded athlete. Like, yo, so I was up in New England when Randy was up there. He don't stretch. He don't really do He don't, bro. He, he, he said he don't stretch, which bro. is he crazy. Go, he just go in there and go get it. He bro. warm up. He go jog around maybe. But like, you just go get it, bro. He made Darrell Reeves pull a hamstring and try to guard him, bro. That was crazy. Bro. From 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 working out with him doing uh, stacks boot camp. Oh yeah, like, yeah. He he would tell us all the time that he he didn't you know he didn't stretch. He didn't really work out. He just went out there and played. Yeah, that's it. But people get this misconstrued. He had a crazy work ethic. Like people say he was lazy. I nah, think he was, he was just bored. He was, he was in the weight. He was in the weight room. He was in. A, he go take his. He take care of his stuff. We was in. We'll be go to, uh, sauna, yeah. uh, hot tub, cold tub, things like that. He was taking care of his body. I, I think he was just bored. Like he yeah. was just like, man, what I got to do this for? When I'm uh, bro, he had three catches, three touchdowns, like a hundred and what seventy yards on Thanksgiving against the Cowboys, bro. Who else did that before? Nobody. That's crazy to me. Now, all, all Let me group. ask you though. Let me ask you, man. All right. Who are your top five basketball players, bro? My top five. 
you already you already know who number one is Kobe. Number one, Jordan. And it's it's a personal preference because I've always been a Kobe fan since uh, seventh grade. So so my personal preference is my Kobe. uh, Mike Mike first of all because I got to give you know props to 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 the person that you know inspired Kobe. So Mike would be number one. Kobe would be my number two. Uh, Kareem obviously uh, number three. Cause he he's just a big man that changed the game. No one can stop him down I'll low. Abdul Jabbar. Um, yeah. Nah, yeah, Kareem, Kareem, Abdul Jabbar. So Mike, Kobe, Kareem. Um, I had to put Shaq in there because Shaq most is the most dominant man. player ever to play the game. Like he, Shaq would get the ball if you if Shaq got the ball in the post. There's no, there's nothing you can. You didn't double those yeah. two points. The only, only way you do is just, just foul him, and, yeah. and he was strong enough to go up with right. that. Um, and then five rounded out. I might, you know, I gotta put LeBron in there because LeBron, even though, even though his his the finals record, the disrespect. even though his finals record is 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 Who what it is. Who cares about his finals record, bro? He's still, you know, he's he's still on that path to, you know. Being top three. I'm surprised you didn't put AI in there. You was an AI hero too, bro. AI, AI, AI took a team that no one expected to get to the finals on his there. back, and even won a game against the Lakers. He was only six foot, bro. That's just crazy. AI, AI, AI is uh is definitely in that top. He's a goat. Top He's ten. He's all the for a reason, man. Are you finished? Are you done? How you got Brian five? I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta put Brian up there. Even, even, though, even though, yeah, his personal preference. LeBron. Even though he gets he, he gets a bunch of slack, <laughs> like a person like that, he's he's sort of a, a magic. People compare him to Mike, but he's not a Mike player. He's more of a magic player. I mean, it's, it's his height, this is his my court thing. vision, his IQ. He's the smartest player to ever play the game. I agree. This is my thing. If you, I got Mike number one. Then I got I just one A one B. Mike Brown. Mike whatever. Mike was just a different beast, bro. Like Mike, nobody on the basketball team like Mike. You see Pip be hating on those guys, bro? <laughs> like, you got to be a different kind of animal to, like, but just be you, that like, good. If and you take Mike away from Pippen, then who is Pippen? If you take Pip away from Mike, who is Mike? Mike is still a monster. Mike, I mean, he's still Mike, a monster, Mike, but it's, do we have six rays? Yeah. I, I get, no, yeah. don't, don't, don't. Nah, I don't he, think he so. Would have, he would have. I don't think so. So. Um, I don't think so. I think so. Bruh. I think he would. He didn't win nothing without like because it was it was a point where um he didn't Pippen, win anything Pippen without had a, uh, It was a um, contract dispute, and they were still winning ball games, weren't they? But they ain't win. They played the playoffs though. I ain't asked you that. They, you got to get there though. This right? is my thing. Hey, people bring up the finals record, cool, but it's not the best player. It's the best team, bro. The, they when they bring up the best teams all the time, who's always in it? The Warriors and the Bulls, right? I'm just saying, and like, got, and they only got Hall of Fame players. But nobody's ever talking about any team LeBron was on. With you, you understand? Like the teams that the Warriors and the Bulls was on were the best for a reason. Like all around teams. But I just like Bron. Bron probably runs some trash league with the Miami. Uh, he, he gets. The, I just feel like he gets disrespected. No, I, like I said, I got Jordan number one. I just feel like Bron get disrespected in the yeah, finals LeBron, record. Is, I feel like Bron played around some trash before he got oh, to When he took that that. The team to the finals, the in his third year, fourth year. Oh yeah, that was like his first year though. He had some some guys who who could have been good because wasn't Larry Davis on that team? Larry Davis, Larry Hughes. Uh-huh. Uh huh. What's my man? Andrew? used to uh, play for the Hornets. That uh, had the cornrows. Can bounce. He had bounce. 
That was uh, Ricky Davis. 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 At the uh, at the center. Like he that's that, that was a, a, that's a, that's that was an AI team that he took yeah, to the finals. Yeah, pretty much. I just feel like he get disrespect. Like so, Jordan got people say Jordan undefeated in the finals. He only played but six here's years. The thing, I he know y'all. I know y'all are young though, but Jordan used to get hated on just as bad. I, I, I yeah, grew no, up no, with no, Jordan. No, 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 no. I grew up with Jordan. You were young, but I grew I grew up hearing the news. Like. I even heard people uh, talking about Jordan's uh, father was killed because of his gambling debt. They tried to blame that on MJ. I remember like, that. They would always talk about how he was gambling, how he wasn't uh, a team player. Man, there was so many stories about him. They used to get on his nerves. And I used to watch it and be like, man. Like, but nobody <laughs> liked him, though. Now, hindsight, uh, we seeing that. They, no. they like him now, years later. But it's, it's going to happen again because they didn't like Kobe for a while. But yeah, but and then, and they're not gonna like LeBron until he, after he's gone out of the game. Then they are gonna see how the game changes. But Jordan was an asshole, though, bro. So what? I, I, I'm just I I I'm a Jordan fan. Yeah. I, I got I was. You got Jordans on right now, bro. I got Jordan. But I'm talking about it was I was a Charlotte Hornets fan and Michael Jordan, bro. Like it was the Bulls and the Hornets. Oh, it, was just, it was the Bulls for me. Well, I mean, I was a when, I, when MJ retired yeah. after he embarrassed him a couple times in the playoffs. I was like, all right, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start rocking. I mean, Charlotte. It was just magnetic, bro. He was just that dude. Like yeah. he changed, he changed the game. I was, I was a sure. late bloomer with the Hornets. Like I like the Hornets, but I loved Michael Jordan. Well, my first pro game was the Hornets game. When that experience just blew me away, bro. I was just like, when it was at the Hive, the Hive used to be. People talk about it, though, bro. Charlotte Coliseum, bro. That sh- that shit was crazy, bro. Like they think they got the record for the most consecutive sellouts. Yeah. Man, that bro, shit. That, that stadium was. Bruh. Yeah, they locked it down. Yeah, bro. They had no, they had no uh, VIP seat for a whole nother story, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole nother story, bro. Yeah. All right. So this is how this is how we're gonna end uh, this episode. Um, you guys get two minutes. Uh, what is something that you would tell your younger self, or tell somebody coming up in the game that's wanting to play college sports or trying to get to the league? Uh, what's something? Some some words of encouragement that you would get them. I go first. Uh, just I remember when I was in high school, I wasn't the fastest. Like I said, I went to duck or what a four nine at ECU. Yeah, yeah, it, was but it did, but my vertical was like thirty eight, and I was six four. They couldn't teach that. I just remember my coaches not really going crazy hard for me as far as recruiting, and that kind of got to me. Like, damn, am I good enough to go D one? Like, I just. I would tell people now, man, if you know you can do it, don't let nobody if, don't let nobody tell you what you can or cannot do. I tell my daughters this all the time. My daughter plays volleyball. She's 15. She's like, I can't. I'm like, bro, you can do whatever you put your mind to. If you work and you see what you can do, if, if you visualize what you can do, you can do it. There's always a way to get there. I just wish I had more. Uh, no, I didn't have self-doubt. I just wish I had more determination to, to prove people wrong. Like, I was kind of content with where I was at. I mean, like I said, I was the top five in the state, but I, I was I, I didn't run a full three. So I'm like, okay, well, shit, I'm not D1 material. I'm looking at dudes now. They do, like, bro, they smaller than me, can't catch as good as I could back in the day. Like, I just I didn't push myself as hard as I could have to get to the next level because I was I thought that I was in a box at that level. So I just want to tell kids, if you work hard, you can do what you want to do. If you put your mind to it, man, don't let anybody tell you what you are, what you aren't. If you got a mindset, make sure you set goals to get to that mindset and get to that end goal, and just have a plan. 
Mine is, uh, I mean, straight up and down, this shit is hard, man. Like, life is hard, but adding other things to that, goals are hard. Don't let that deter you. Keep going. Like, to be honest, um, my goals were very limited. It was like, it was like steps, but, uh, I know what I wanted to go. I know what I wanted to do, and I know what that would, would lead to ultimately. So I had to give myself small goals, but it was hard, man. The whole way was hard. Like, I ain't gonna tell you it wasn't days I cried. I wasn't. I ain't gonna tell you it wasn't days I doubted myself. I ain't gonna tell you I was days that you know, I didn't think I was the best person on the on the field. But I mean, I got to play on Sundays, bro. I got to retire from the game. A lot of people can't say they they did that, and that was all hard work. And it was just, it was looking at myself in the mirror and telling myself, you know what, you got a little bit more. And it was almost coaching myself because you know you can always. You think you run that last lap, that last sprint. You think you're running hard, but your coach be like, pick it up. Yeah. You throw it another gear. Yeah. I was my own coach, bro. I yeah. had to always tell myself, pick it up. Like even, even though I could have been winning, I know, let's go. Pick it up a little bit more. I know you got it in you. So I always uh, lean forward um, and put my best into it, bro, because I didn't know if it was going to be a tomorrow. I didn't know if it was, you know, if I, if I was going to have another chance. So why not put it on the table then? But it's hard. Like going this lifestyle of an athlete uh, or a student athlete, it's hard as hell, and I can't describe it no other way. Like ain't ain't nothing easy about it. Right. Uh, but again, if you are determined, <clears throat> you got goals. Keep re readjusting those goals. Um, mm -hmm. Don't think you're a failure because you you fail one day. We all have ups and downs. We all we all have failed, you know, once or twice, but we get back up. You fall, you get back up, man. Keep going. Like, again, I'm going to keep reiterating. This shit is hard. Yeah. But keep going. I think we should end on everybody tell that funny story about <laughs> sports story <clears throat> about the other person. About the other person? Yeah. I'm going to go first. Oh, God. That's how you want to do it. That's how I want to do it. You about to tell the Duke story? I'm about to tell the Duke story. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go nowhere, bro. Oh, God. So, my senior year of high school... Like I said, I was kind of doing my own recruiting. My dad was doing my own recruiting, sending tapes out. But so all the D1 schools in North Carolina, I think ECU played. Like I know they played at Wake and they played at Duke, but those were the two games that were close to me that I had to go to Greenville to see play. At Wake, man, Duck's like, yo, man, I'm about to ball out, man. Just look out for me, cheer for me, man. It's been a rough season, bro. I don't know what we going to do. It was Wake. Wake wasn't that good at football then. But I, I basically went to the game to see Duck. Like, I got a free ticket played for, or whatever. They gave us a little meal, did a little crew trip, whatever. I just came to see Duck. He did all right that game. They lost. Yeah. So, we go to Duke. Duke is like three, two, three, three, two or three weeks later. Duke had won a game in two years, bro. Two in football. years. The, it's, it's nobody at the stadium, first off. <laughs> just, do, just drunk students. It's nobody at the stadium. So, it's raining a little bit, or whatever. Uh... The game is over. Like, EC, they win. Like, ECU loses, like, in a crazy way. Like, maybe a last-second field goal touchdown. The students are storming the field. I'm running on the field with them, but I'm looking for Duck. Bruh, Duck is on the field in the far corner just cussing, yelling, bruh. Like, he, I'm like, yo, like, it wasn't like the last game we came to see me. He was like, I go up and like, yo, Duck, what's up? He was like, ah! Like, he took his helmet off and threw it, bro. I was like, Duck, bro, it's me. He was like, man, we just lost the Duke, bro. They took the goalpost off the field on ECU, bro. Duck was so embarrassed. Nah, that joke was so funny. And it was, bro. It was, it was embarrassing, it was, bro. Bro, they ain't won a game in two years, but ECU, like ECU, 
prior we to football, that. We, we love, I mean, we football. Duke is a basketball bro. school. We know that. That's Coach K's campus. You know what I mean? But, like, to lose to Duke, I was pissed. Bro, you remember what's my man's name that played for Oregon to punch the student? Uh, LeGarrette? LeGarrette Blunt. Blunt. Bro, I'm, I'm, bro, I swear, that's all mad. If a Duke student would have ran up on Duck and said something, he would have hit him, bro. It like, that's bad, how bad. Bro. It was crazy when they stormed the field like it was Duke UNC, bro. Yeah, it was it was wild, man. I, that was that was hard for me. I don't have no crazy stories about you. I don't get that good. If, if I do, I can't, we can't tell that on camera. Please don't, bro. <laughs> I appreciate it. Please don't. Uh, Let me see. I got it. Oh, yeah. I tell my story about Maul. Shit. First game. Like Maul, like you said, Maul was a sophomore or was a sophomore when I was a senior. Uh, so he got moved up. We played West Forsyth. What? Was it Chris Paul? Yeah, CP was on that team. We played we play West Forsyth and Chris Paul was playing. He was dropping. He, he was dropping like 45. Oh, wow. Killing. Like dunking on people. All kind of stuff, bro. Like, it was crazy. Chris Paul, uh, I hope he do his thing in the play. He got to get one this year, man. Um, but what's he? 30, I'm 37. Chris 37 too. He's still balling like I, LeBron right now. I man. still got the Bucks, the Bucks in, in the playoffs. Hey, the Phoenix, if Phoenix meet the Bucks, I think they know what to do to beat them this time because they was up too old the last time. That's another story. Anyway, I'm in the game. I think it's uh, somebody missed a shot. I'm under the basket, about to get the offensive rebound. I'm, by, like, I'm literally jumping up in the air. I look up, it's Maul over me, dunking the ball off a tip, bro. Like, I'm I'm trying to grab the rebound. I see Maul just, he dunked, dunked on me. Uh, we on the same team. I'm like, bro, this nigga, who is this dude, bro? Like, <laughs> was, that, was that your first varsity dunk? Nah, nah, it wasn't. Cause the, my first one was um, Davie County. Because we went, we had, uh, when I moved up, yeah, we had went to South Florida. Yeah. I didn't play that game. And then we come back, we had Davie County. And then I, I stole the inbounds pass, okay. and I dunked it. And okay. then we played West Forsyth again. That's when Coach Hurt told me, because uh, we were already down. We didn't score the first quarter. That we didn't game. score the first quarter we of didn't West score, We didn't game, score bro. the first quarter of that, first, man, of that West Forsyth game. We're not go, man, we're going to edit that out. That's <laughs> embarrassing. We ain't, and we, we, uh, we did. We had and it, was like, it was like in the fourth quarter, and he walked down to the end bench. Like, every time you touch the ball, I almost tried to dunk it. So <laughs> I did. So I drove baseline. And I went up, and that's when they had that six, eight, six, nine foreign kid. Yeah, oh, he's on yeah. And he was down there too. Yeah. So I just went up and dunked it. And it, it, dunked. my career took off after that. Maul dunked. On I remember Maul trying to dunk. He was at the uh, the basketball tournament. He throws every year. It was just like you had two kids hanging on your body, one on the front, one on the back. <laughs> the duck hunting. Yeah. So I was like this. I, I turned around. I'm like. I gotta see this. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Maul is running. I'm like, this ain't gonna happen. <laughs> Front and back. I'm about to leave. I'm about to leave. He started jogging. He realized I fucked up. <laughs> I remember that time. I don't know what I was thinking. Trying to dunk Did you somebody. Did you practice that? No. Like I well, no. I was uh, at the time. I was I was working at the YMCA after school camp. And I was like, I'm gonna put you on my back, uh, and I'm gonna try to dunk it. But I didn't know how how heavy a 60 pound kid was. Yeah, yeah 120. Yeah, <laughs> one on the front and the back. Yeah, he got these two white kids scrambling. I'm like, he couldn't use that board. I had to turn my head like, I gotta see. And 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 I know their parents was was kind of you know. <laughs> Word. That's how they phone up. Like, no permission, sir. Yeah, no I can't start now one this way. <laughs> but yeah. I, 
I'm dunking days were over after that. Yeah, I said, this dude, wild. If he dunked with them kids on the, hey, sign him up now. I do remember that, bro. That was crazy, man. I do but remember that. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll probably do another alumni game, but not soon. I won't be playing. But just to remind everybody, Midway Classic is June uh, 2nd. Oh, July 2nd, I'm sorry. July 2nd at Oak Grove. And softball signups are going on now. Last date of registration is... June 14th play begins June 21st and basketball signups will begin uh, sometime soon that's uh, impressive bro he ain't reading so, these people nah, he just yeah, he's so, off, the, off the brain so we um, so we start we, we, we starting we starting these leagues the Midway Classic Leagues um, building up to the Midway Classic I am driving back home I'm driving from Charlotte back to Midway for, for all of these games uh, just so we can have them just so Midway can have something, uh, you know, to to to, to do, because there, there's no YMCA uh, close to Midway. I mean, the only YMCA in Davidson County is in Lexington. It's in Davis, uh, it's in Thomasville, or you have to go to Winston. So I'm just uh, kind of giving, just kind of giving the community something, you know, to you know, the basketball league, the softball league, and and then the classic. So we. Um, all this stuff is happening during the summer. Also, the 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 camp for rising third graders through twelfth graders uh, is June 9th, tenth, and eleventh. Um, so, and it's completely free. Sign your kids up. Uh, just go to MidwayClassicSeries.com. Yeah, dude, doing doing. Hey, bro, big, what's the nonprofit, bro? man? What's shout out to nonprofit? We, uh, the nonprofit is uh is called Forty Two Roses Foundation. Um, the name comes from my uh grandma's house uh is where, who i lived with uh, through high school uh the the street number was 422 i just took the last two off um so four two roses and my family's last name is roseboro so 42 roses is where it all began with my grandfather um a 422 Tom school road uh, so that's where the where the name comes from it's community help you know, uh, community help organization. We are 501c3. Uh, and also on June, um, I, I get it, June 11th. I, I got to plug in. June 11th, uh, it's, it's the last day of the camp, but also we have, we'll have a mobile mammogram uh, bus coming to Midway Elementary. So if you are over the age of 30, haven't had a, um, a screening in the last year, you're eligible to come out. It, it's completely free. They do everything through your insurance. So just come out. Um, ladies, women over the age of 30, come out and get an exam if you haven't already. This would be our 42 Roses uh, Health Day um, for the women. We couldn't get it for Mother's Day. It's coming up. So we, uh, we did it for uh, June 11th. Well, it's good so, stuff, man. So, 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 so you register. Know, you know what I feel like right now? You remember Old Dirty was doing an uh, interview? Was They was doing a Ghetto Superstar interview <laughs> on MTV? He's like, uh, yeah, uh, what do you do for your community? He's like, I mean, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you feel like, I was like, nothing. I don't have anything. I work and I just provide for my family, man. I do nothing else. That's, that's all we do, so man. I'm trying, trying to get I back to Midway. I will, I will support your uh, cause. He just said nothing, people. He just said he don't do nothing. <laughs> <Midway>. <laughs> what do you do? You really nothing. I donate my ties to church. There you go. 
Yeah. I'm a philanthropist. I donate my time to kids all the time. So that's that's how we ended uh, this episode of Through the Way. I uh, appreciate you fellas coming through. Yes, Until sir. next time, man. Uh, we next. was better than Lexington in basketball and football. Just let people know. He said coming through. I had no I choice. I'm in the backyard. I heard my boy Corey uh, Holtz <laughs> podcast. That was a dope podcast, man. But, yeah. They're going to cut some of this, brother. Not I don't care. Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll keep it. I had it's to let it's always North versus everybody. I, North, had to let, I had to let them know, bro. North was bigger. Everybody was always always hating on North. So, it's always North versus so North everybody. Asia? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. No, we was the bigger. We was I the four. North, baby. We was the four A. So I came out of North. I hate on nah, that. Corey was Corey. No, that was uh, that was a tough beat, uh, tough game. But we always beat him. We out.